Hey, hey friends, I am back with the Unlikely Pastoroid podcast. Thank you for sticking with me. Today, I am going to be tackling the topic of the word OMG, oh my God, and what does that really mean? And does it mean what we think it means? So let's dive in. Here we go. Hey, you guys, I am back. Allison's back. All right. Um, hopefully I don't have to copyright that or something, you know, because of the backstreet boys. But I am back, y'all. I am in my closet. I'm back in my closet, sitting on the floor with my phone and my iPad with all my notes. I'm sitting on my big old pillow with a blanket. My dog is sitting next to me. I got my big old container of water, if you can hear it. And I am ready to bring you a few new episodes. I know it's been a while. I want to thank you guys for all of you who have asked me like, hey, Allison, where is your newest episode? When I started this, this is the thing, you guys. When I jump in, I jump in hard, not always thinking, and I've already said this, but not always thinking like, oh, how much time and effort is this going to take? Okay. Um, so it took a lot more time and effort than I had imagined, which is fine. But um, I never wanted to just do episodes just to do episodes. I really wanted to bring you good content. And so that means sometimes just sitting and waiting until you have an idea or something sparks inside of you or your spirit or whatever. Um, and so I finally was like, okay, it's time for me to do a few new episodes. So here I am. I'm back. Okay. I'm back. But thank you all who've reached out and said, Hey, where's your podcast? It's been so many of you and I appreciate you all so, so very much. So today I want to talk about the term OMG. And the reason I'm going to talk about this is because one, it was on my list, you know, almost a year ago when I started thinking about doing the podcast. Um, but it was because a couple years ago, um, I had a relative reach out to me because on my Facebook, I had put, um, something like OMG and then blah, 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 blah. And she private messaged me and was like, Allison, you are a pastor's wife. You should not be using the Lord's name in vain like that. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Put a little oomph in it. Okay. I was like, wait. And I kind of, what I'm going to talk about in this episode is what I told her. Um, and so we talk about OMG, like, oh my God, using the Lord's name in vain. That's the third commandment, right? Ten commandments, Abraham, God gave Abraham the Ten Commandments on the tablets. He came off the mountain. The third commandment was don't take the Lord's name in vain. So my question today is, is this referring to saying, oh my God, all right? Um, when my relative reached out to me, I was like, actually, I don't say, oh my God, I don't even like saying it right now, like out loud. I don't think that we should ever use God's name as profanity or an expletive ever. Okay. Like I say, oh my goodness, or oh my Lanta or crap on a cracker. Or, I mean, I have all these other Christian cuss words I use, but I don't say, oh my God. And when I say OMG, I don't even think of it as God. I think of it as gosh or goodness or something like that. But I think this commandment I think it goes deeper than that. Um, yes, I do think it means don't use the Lord's name in vain. Don't get me wrong. I totally think that. But this commandment, you know, is saying we should revere God's name as holy and not use it as profanity. But I think Christian circles have dumbed this down so much and not gotten deep into what this really means. So I think and I believe that this 
is deeper and it really means do not use God's name for your own gain or in a manner that is wicked or worthless. Let me give you like an extreme, an extreme example of this. Okay. So televangelists who promote that if you give your money, God will bless you. Like God is this vending machine. All right. Um, I, I totally believe in the truth of reaping and sowing. It's very biblical. And I believe in tithing and I believe in giving to your place of worship. But when you're manipulating people by using God's name so that you can buy a private jet or you can do all the things that you want to do, you can buy the expensive watches. That is an example of using the Lord's name in vain. For another example, I don't know if you guys recently have watched the Hillsong documentaries, and that's probably something Ryan and I will do at some point. I need to put it on the list because we watched both of the Hillsong documentaries. One was on Hulu, I believe, and another one was on FX, which was also on Hulu. So maybe there was, there was two. I think there was two. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we watched two, but because I think one was a movie or like a, a, a <laughs> it was like longer. And then the other one was like a series of like four episodes. Anyways, it doesn't matter, Allison. Move on. Jeez, lady. Um, but they talked a lot about um, how Hillsong was using the God's name and to bring in a lot of money, which Again, I believe in giving to your place of worship. Obviously, we're pastors. We rely on people's tithes, you know. Um, but also not using that that name, God's name, to profit yourself. Um, I think that that is what this is talking about. Again, I think it's I I do believe it's not using the Lord's name in vain. It's not um, as profanity. Um, I I cringe when people like. GD. I hate that. Like I cringe like in movies and stuff. I'm like, I hate it. Like I hate that more than like any other swear word. Like I would rather hear the F word a million times than hear GD once. Like seriously. Um, not that we say the F word in our house, but I'm just saying I'd rather, I'd rather hear that over GD or JC or anything like that. Um, because God's name is not to be used as, as, as profanity. But again, I think it goes deeper than this. And it's not just preachers. It's not just preachers that use God's name in vain. I mean, people use God as a justification for their actions all the time. Okay. All the time. Um, I heard someone the other day, do you guys watch Sister Wives? Oh my gosh. If you don't on TLC, oh my gosh. It is so good. <laughs> it's completely against everything I believe. I, I always tell Ryan, I'm like, could you handle, you know, four wives? He's like, I can't even handle one. I'm like, that's true. Can you imagine like three others? He was like, absolutely not. Um, but I was watching Sister Wives and one of the wives, Christine Brown, left her husband um, and she was like, I think God wants me to be happy. Well, first of all, okay, God probably didn't want you in that relationship to begin with. <laughs> okay. But using God's name as like, oh, well, I did this because I think God wants me to be happy. Like I'm going to justify my actions by saying God told me to do this or God prompted me to do this. Um, you know, marriages end, business decisions are made, life choices are determined all in the name of of God sometimes. And I really do think people use this as a justification for what they want to do. Okay. But this is the fine line. Hear me. I, I think people actually hear from God. I totally do. Um, but we have to be really careful to not use his name for every decision to justify ourselves, especially when we 
when our decisions don't line up with the word of God. Um, when someone says God told me to do something um, and it goes against the Bible, I'm like, I don't think so. God's never going to tell you to leave your husband for that other man. No. <laughs> or leave your wife for the other woman. No, God's never going to tell you to do that. I'm sorry. That is not biblical. God's not telling you to do that. You are using his name in vain to justify your actions. And again, that's why I think Christian circles... Christian circles have really dumped this commandment down and have only focused on don't use God's name in vain. Don't say OMG. Um, we need to get deeper. We, we, need, we need to talk about the deeper thing that is meant by this. Um, and one of those things is just using God's name to justify your actions, especially if they're not biblical. And I might be speaking to someone today. I don't know. I don't have anyone in mind. Please hear me. I'm not speaking at or to anyone. This is just something that I have mulled over for years. Again, when my relative messaged me years back about not saying OMG on my Facebook page, I literally like went through this whole diatribe with her and she was like, wow, you've really thought about this. I'm like, yes, I have. So, you know, it ended well, like our conversation ended well, but it was like, no, 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 <laughs> don't. Cause I have thought about this for a really, really long time. Um, I think the most sinister way that people use the Lord's name in vain is to further themselves or use it as a manipulation tool. So for example, you guys know I was in a business and MLM for years that in my opinion, I think in my opinion, certain leaders use scripture and God as a justification for elevating themselves and what they're doing. Um, using God's name in vain is really using God for your own personal gain. And it probably makes me more angry than anything else because it's so selfish, so selfish. Okay. Sound doctrine, spiritual healthy doctrine, doctrine doesn't focus on personal gain. I'm going to say that again. Sound doctrine, spiritually healthy doctrine does not focus on personal gain. Actually it's deny yourself. All right. But sometimes people use God as like the, to, to lift themselves up and to glorify themselves. Um, and I hate that. I literally, it makes me so angry because I think it's exactly what this command was talking about. Don't use the Lord's name in vain. You know, if someone is using God for this, they, they're a false prophet flat out a hundred percent. I hundred percent believe that if you have somebody in your life who's spewing this, if they're using God's name and, um, their faith as a manipulation tool to elevate themselves, they are a false prophet. Okay. The problem is that these people tap into like these unmet felt needs that people have and then they offer ways to meet those needs with whatever it is that they're promoting, all why they are doing it in the name of the Lord, doing it in the name of Jesus. Because what they're saying is Jesus isn't the answer. Their message and possibly whatever they're selling or whatever is the answer. All right. And Jesus is like the side dish, you know, like, oh, yeah, the Lord, he look what he's doing with this. And it's like, but it's not about God. It's about you and yourself, and you're using his name to further what you want to do. But that's not how this works. That's not how Christianity works. That's not how the message and the gospel of Jesus works. Okay. Jesus is mingled in there just enough that it sounds good. It sounds Christian. It sounds holy. It sounds righteous. And people buy into it all the time. And this is how momentum happens with false teachers. They sprinkle in Jesus 
but really they're elevating themselves and what they want and their agenda. Um, and it's, it's such, it's so vile to me that I can't even, I, I call it out. Like I just flat out call it out because it's, it's, it's anti the gospel. And, and Paul talks about this in first Timothy six. He says, you know, some people may contradict our teaching, but these are the wholesome teachings of Jesus. These teachings pr promote a godly life. Anyone who teaches something different is arrogant and lacks understanding. Such a person has an unhealthy desire to quibble over the meaning of words. This stirs up arguments, ends in jealousy, division, slander, suspicions. These people always call cause trouble. Their minds are corrupt. They've turned their backs on the truth. To them, a show of godliness is just a way to become wealthy. Yet true godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. And so, you know, Paul talks a little bit about this. Um, he doesn't necessarily talk about using the Lord's name in vain, but he does talk about the teachings. Um, what are the wholesome teachings? Promoting a godly life. Anything, anybody who teaches anything different or uses God's name in vain is arrogant and lacks understanding. And that like hit me between the eyes when I read that. I was like, dang, that's like really, really, really good. Um, I have to share that, you know, um, God is not calling you to do something, one that's, you know, anti-biblical and then using his name to be like, yes, God told me God wants me happy. No, he wants you holy. He wants you holy. God doesn't want you happy. God wants you holy. Whew. I need to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I probably heard it somewhere. It's probably not original at all. I just had that like come up, but false, false gospel. You're using the Lord's name in vain when you say that God wants me happy. No, you're just living a life that probably doesn't align with his word, but you're using his name in vain. So, um, you know, these, these false teachers that I was talking about, they use the Lord's name in vain for their own personal gain rather than godliness. And it's really important to recognize this so that we can discern when we hear these things or we see them in ourself. In today's culture, self is so glorified. I mean, we are self-centered people nature, like by nature, right? Um, people want to bring Christians, particularly, want to bring God into what they're doing. Like, God, come be, come be a part of what I'm doing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you, you know, glory. Come just, come just partner with me, God. Come partner with me. Look, everybody, look what God did. Oh, don't you want to do this too? Like, oh my gosh, God is a part of what we're doing. We're so amazing. No. And no. All right. Um, that is not what we're called to do. We're not called to bring God into what we're doing. Instead, we are to be partnering with God in what he's doing. God, what are you doing and how can I partner with you? What is my role in what you are doing to bring your kingdom to earth? What is my role? It's not God. What can you do for me? You're not, God is not a vending machine. Okay, and if you use him as that, you're using his name in vain. Um, it's not like you push these buttons, beep, 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 God, I want this. He's not a magic genie, all right? It's God, what are you doing in this kingdom? And what is my role in that? What are the gifts and talents that you have given me so that I can advance your kingdom on earth and share the gospel of Jesus with others? Because you are the way, the truth, and the life. Nothing else is the way, the truth, and the life. Only Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And using God's name to push your own agenda ahead is using his name in vain. And I'm going to call it out every single day. And there are people who don't like it, but I don't really care. I don't really care. Okay. Because sometimes it just has to be said. And sometimes I say things that people won't say. And that's why 
I'm an unlikely pastor wife. So, um, you know, in the verse that I, I mentioned, um, what was it? And I have to go back first Timothy. I'm looking at my notes. Paul really doesn't mince words here. He says that false teachers that use God's name in vain are motivated by conceit and pride. They claim to have knowledge. They've given their insights on controversial topics, but Paul says they act out of pride and they don't understand anything. <laughs> I love Paul. Like, I feel like he just like gets to the core of things and he doesn't care. Also, like he wrote letters, so it's not like they were going to come get him, but they did come get him many times <laughs> for preaching Jesus and for preaching things that were very anti what the culture was at the time. Um, but Paul talks about this. He says, these false teachers... They're going to give their insight in all these things, but they're acting out of pride. And that's when you have to have discernment. These, these false teachers, they love a following. They thrive on being upfront, displaying all they know. They think they're the experts and it's all for the kingdom. No, it's not. It's using God's name in vain to glorify themselves and what they want. Again, God is a, a side dish. God's a little sprinkling in there. So it sounds good. It's enticing. It tickles your ears and you're like, oh, I want that. I want, I want that. No, I want Jesus. I don't want what anyone's telling me. I want Jesus and what the Bible says in the gospel. I don't want Jesus as a side dish in my life. I want him to be the main dish. Okay. Oh my gosh. My dog's like hacking in the background. Can you guys hear? Maybelline. Um, Jesus is not a side dish in my life. No, thank you. No, thank you. I'm going to turn that side dish away. I want him as the main dish. I want, what can I do, Lord, to partner with you and be very careful and not ever using you as, um, to prop myself up. If that, if that makes any sense. Um, I feel like there are people that are masquerading as Christians while knowingly defrauding people using his name to justify their actions taking and using the Lord's name in vain to a deeper level. Matthew 23 talks about this in verse 27. It's very clear. What sorrow awaits you teachers of religious law and you Pharisees? Hypocrites. For you are like whitewashed tombs, beautiful on the outside, but filled on the inside with the dead people's bones and all sorts of impurity. Outwardly, you look like righteous people, but inwardly your hearts are filled with hypocrisy and lawlessness. And I feel like when people use the Lord's name in vain to glor or the Lord's name to glorify themselves, to prop up what they're doing, just a sprinkling of God, just to make it sound just enticing, but really it's all about themselves and what they want. That is such a false gospel. So be really careful. Put on your discernment glasses. Pray for discernment, um, especially nowadays when there are a lot of people who look really great on the outside. But if there's something in your spirit that's like, um, I would be very careful of listening to that message. Even me. Like, you guys take my stuff. I, I'm not an expert. These are things just the Lord's been working on with me things I've been thinking about for years. Um, take what I have to say and line it up with the word of God. Don't be like, Allison knows it all. No, I don't. I don't know it all. I actually know very little. <laughs> That's why I bring other, like my Ryan, my husband Ryan in. Cause I don't know a lot. I know very little. Um, but God has been teaching me some things and especially with this, like, you know, using God's name in vain thing. Um, it's been on my heart for a really long time. So, uh, I, I think using God's name to promote your own agenda is just downright sin absolute 100% sin and God's word and his name are for his purposes. It's not for our purpose. And those that misuse God's word for their own benefit really do it to their own destruction. And it says that in Matthew 23 that I, that I just read. And it also says this in, um, second Peter three, 
Also, and so, dear brothers, while you are waiting for these things to happen, make every effort to find to find to be found living peaceful lives that are pure and blameless in His sight. Speaking of all these things in all His letters, some of His comments are hard to understand, and those who are ignorant and unstable have twisted His letters to mean something different, just as they do with other parts of Scripture, and this will result in their destruction. Um, that last part of that verse is just so so good. Is when the gospel or the Lord's name is twisted to mean something completely different. Um, and other scriptures are used to, that are used totally out of context. Um, this will result in their destruction, these people that are using this. And that, for me, that's really, it's, I, I don't want to say it's frightening, but it is a little like, okay, I gotta be really careful. Um, even like researching this and, reading commentaries and, you know, digging in the Bible and things like that. I was like, okay, I just, I gotta make sure I'm using these, all these things in context, obviously. But, um, you don't want to twist scripture and you don't want to twist the God's name. And, um, if it means one thing, don't make it something different. I think that that's what's happening. I think that, you know, going back to using the Lord's name in vain and that, um, commandment, Yes, it's not saying OMG, but there's it's so much deeper than that. And let's like get to the the root of that. Um, it could it, it means don't use God to glorify yourself. God's name is really holy and should be treated as such. And and hence why I think in Christian circles for so long it was like don't say OMG or JC or GD, which again I 100% agree with. I don't think we should do that. Um, but it also goes deeper than that. Don't use God's name to elevate yourself, to profit yourself, to don't use him as a sprinkling in whatever you're doing in life. Like, again, he's not a side dish. He should be the main dish. He He's not partnering with you. You're partnering with him. Um, and when you do the opposite, you're really using God's name in vain. So it's just a heart check for all of us to think, like, what are my motives? Like, why am I doing this? Am I Am I using God's name to elevate myself. And honestly, the people that are doing it probably don't see it as such. You know what I mean? Like I think of that Hillsong documentary to go back to that. You know, when you see that they were buying oh, crazy stuff, like y'all like crazy watches on the church's dime and all these things. And I'm like, you were using God's name, the pulpit, the very holy pulpit to obviously the church needs money to run its lights and all of that. And I totally believe in that, obviously. But when you're using the church's credit card to do other things that you should be buying yourself, that is a massive issue. And um, you can't get up on Sunday morning and preach the gospel when you're using that gospel to profit yourself. You know what I mean? So with all that being said, this is my first episode back, y'all. I'm going to keep drinking my water. Um... I would love your discussion on this. Thank you for sticking around. I'm going to have a couple of these sitting in the queue and they're going to go out every couple weeks, not every week. <laughs> I was a little overzealous to begin with, but that's okay. We live and learn and we, co we course correct, right? That's all about life. Like we say, I, I, I overdid it and I'm course correcting now. So anyways, you guys have a great day and we will see you on the other side.